this morning I want to minister for a little while on possessing what we confess. We, we've heard in the past weeks, well, it's got my attention on watching what we say. Watching what we say. But when we, when we make a determination to watch what we say, we're being cautious that we're not speaking the wrong thing. When we, you know, when you get upset, sometimes the, the, the flesh wants to get in control and tell someone, I want to give you peace of my mind. Well, you know what? None of us need anybody else's peace of mind, peace of their mind. Amen. Especially by the flesh. And as we, as we look at this, the, 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 we understand when we, when we, there may be times when we might get aggravated. The flesh starts coming. And you're, you, there's times the flesh, when it rises up, you want to take care of business. We want to take care of business. We want to do it our way because we know if we, we do it our way, then temporarily, everybody say temporarily, we'll have satisf- satisfaction. But about 5, 10, maybe 30 minutes later, maybe an hour, maybe later during the day, the Holy Spirit convicts us. The Holy Spirit convicts us. Just like a sin. We sin. Oh, there's your, oh, you know. You know. So when we, even when we speak something, a word, and it's negative, we are releasing a tool, a weapon. So we've got to make sure that when we get upset, I have to practice this all the time because we deal with the flesh. You see something on TV, you see, you hear something from someone at work, and you get at, and you're like, no, I don't agree. With, you know, what happens is you don't agree with what they say, but the flesh wants to take over. So what the flesh is trying to do, what the enemy is trying to do, is get us to get in the flesh so we can add to what we hear. And when we add to what we hear, we think we're doing a good job. Then find out, the Holy Spirit says, you shouldn't have said that. I repent. Because I said what the devil put in my mind to say, and it gave him a weapon. It gave him a weapon. When we are facing something in our life, a mountain of difficulties, we need to do as Jesus said in His Word. If you would turn with me to Mark eleven twenty-two, a very familiar portion of Scripture. But as what He says here is for us to have to get done what we need to get done. Amen? Verse 22 says, And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Other translation, uh, uh, real quick, in my Bible, I like what it says. I want to pull it right. I don't want to misquote. It says, or translation is, have the faith of God. See, we've been given 
His faith. We've been, we have our faith. We've been given His faith. When we receive Jesus as Lord, we've been given His faith to activate. So when we use His faith, have His faith, and believe, we know that what we say is going to manifest. You, might, you say, well, I've done it, and 30 minutes later, well, you may... God's timing is different than our timing. But... We have seen where the time just got out of the way and a manifestation took place. Whether it be healing, amen? Have faith in God. Verse 23, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, basically pay attention to what I'm saying, amen? Because he wants us to pay attention to his word and see what he is saying. What th- Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, Believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. And let me, someone may, this morning may be dealing with this. The devil has tried to tell you that you can't have what you, what, what the Bible says. You can't have what the Bible says. Sometimes it's hard to believe for a certain thing, because when you're going through the battle, it's hard to believe sometimes. But if, one thing I believe the Holy Spirit minister just say I believe. Sometimes we got to convince ourselves I believe. The devil says you don't believe. I believe. Shut up, devil. I believe. I have the right to choose. So if I have the right to choose, I choose to believe. Amen. You shall have what you shall have have them. We must speak to the mountain of difficulties by faith. In Jesus' name, and it will be removed. We will have to. We will have what we say if we believe we receive them. We will have those. Let me tell you something. You may pray today, and tomorrow, all of a sudden, doubt comes in, fear comes in. But it's up to us whether we receive that doubt, whether we receive that fear. Amen. We say, no, I refuse to doubt. I refuse to doubt because God's Word says I can have them. It may not take place right here. It may, it may not take place tomorrow. But it will come to pass. Get this. Even if I have to wait ten years. He said, I don't want to wait ten years. Even if I have to wait ten years. My trust is in Him. It stays in Him. Because He is. I'm showing Him I am patient. And I am, I'm at the point that I am going to receive whatever He says to me. If He says to speak this, we speak that. Amen? Because the Holy Spirit knows exactly what we need to say. Especially when we start to get upset and He says, hold it, hold it, hold it. 
And you're saying, no, 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 no. But guess what? He's getting ready to change the situation if we just be obedient. But what happens is man, I'm not pinpoint certain, I'll point at me. Man chooses the flesh because it seems like the right thing to do. But guess what? The Holy Spirit is telling us the right thing to do. It ain't what we it seems to be the right thing. We know when the Holy Spirit says something, we know it's the right thing. We may not want to hear it, but you know what? It's the flesh that don't want to hear it. Because if the flesh knows it, if you hear it, it don't get what its way. Amen? Hallelujah. Something to think about. This is what I believe he ministered to me yesterday. What he, he, uh, he ministered, what you believe, you confess. What you believe, what I believe, I confess. It may not be right now. It may be tomorrow. You, you read something in the paper. How do we know it's true? Because we trust that it is. We trust that it is. How do we know that this is true? Because we trust that it is. It's easy to trust and believe gossip than it is the true word. Amen? Especially with all the negativity. The neg negativity rises up. Oh, that, that's excitement because the flesh gets involved. Oh, yeah, we get to talk about somebody. Wrong. That's the seed sown. Possessing what we confess. Something else that he ministered to me a while back. We have to make sure that we don't commit spiritual treason. Spiritual treason. Let me explain what Webster Dictionary and he's Webster Dictionary says treason is the crime of trying to overthrow your country's government or of helping your country's enemy enemies during war. We're going beyond the natural. We're dealing with the spirit. When we speak negative words, we commit spiritual treason. Because them weapons, this is a help. This is a help. It's helping the devil, our enemy. It's helping him. Boy, this hit hard. It's helping him attack ourselves and attack others. We're helping. We're giving him a weapon. We're helping him fight us. And guess what? We allow him to win because we're giving him those tools to do so. Amen? And when he said, be, be, be cautious that you don't commit spiritual treason, 
we've got to be cautious that we don't give help to the enemy, the devil. Because our words, our words are powerful. Whether they are good words, whether they are negative words. We, when we speak it, this is one of the most powerful weapons right here. Right here. When we speak it, we release that. Guess what? Fear is faith in reverse. So if we speak fear, fear-filled words, we are speaking something that we're believing. Well, I hope this don't happen. We better off just be quiet. Amen. I hope. I hope. You know. Sometimes you get to the place to where what words do I speak? By the Spirit. By the Spirit. Allowing the Holy Spirit to speak the words that need to be spoken. He will give us the word to say. Amen. He, he's taught me on some things of, you know, if at the point in time that I'm not able to do it. With like say with finances or whatever it is, we've got as a body of Christ, we've got to take, keep the word "I can't afford it" out of our vocabulary. The reason why the only thing you can really say that you can't afford is you can't afford sin. I can't afford to sin. But when, when someone, well, I can't afford to right now. Well, I'm not criticizing. He's, I'm speaking this to myself. Because when the time, hey, would you like to do this? We're unable to right now. We're unable to right now. Not saying what the situation is. But when we, there's times that, for me, I may have said something or responded in a way that I thought, oh, I should not have responded that way. Because sometimes when you get put on the spot, you really don't know what to say. But you know what? When you say, you stop to think, no, I'm not able to right now. Not because you're weak. Because you're not in the position to do so. Amen? Just, just a little nugget. We are in war. We are at war. Just like Pastor declared months ago, we are at war. We're in war. If we speak negative words, again, we are helping the enemy. The devil is the devil helping the enemy, the devil, by giving him weapons, which he which is negative words we speak. For example, we we've heard someone say that they are feel like they're catching a cold or the flu. Or there's flu season, and they'll probably get the flu. Amen? We've heard that. And a few days later or so, they start feeling the symptoms of a flu or a cold. Now, I'm not, I'm not putting anybody down. It's just a ding, ding, ding. First, to encourage others. Be cautious. Beyond what people believe or don't realize, they are actually accepting the cold or the flu with what they are confessing. A lot of times we, we accept it right here. 
Because we hear what we say. When we hear what we say, we are pondering on that. Sometimes, you know, like the Word of God. You've heard people, well, the Word of God's in them, so they're coming back, you know, uh, a child, someone's child left the church, whatever. Well, the Word of God's in them. It won't leave them. It's like a negative word. If we speak a negative word, we hear that negative word. But unless we get it out of get it out of our mind by, with the Word of God, it's stuck in there. Amen? But we can remove it. Proverbs 18.21, if you would, please. I've realized over the past years, I don't know how many years, probably there's a few books I've read. One is from Noel Hayes. It's called Confession Brings Possession. And there's another one that I have a quote in here from uh, Charles Capps, you know, about confessing. Amen? Our confession, and again, it's not criticizing anybody because I'll be criticizing myself. Because if I say something, I've got to say, oh, I repent. Mm, 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 mm. I repent. And you know what? When the Holy Spirit repent, He says, repent. I repent. Mm, mm, mm. You know what? Sometimes we think it's innocent. It's innocent. Just like a joke. There's nothing wrong with a good joke. Okay? Amen? But sometimes we've got to be cautious that we don't speak something in a joke. They can come back and attack us. Amen. Well, I'm just joking. The devil don't know nothing. He, anything he, that a believer uses, that he can, he will. Amen. Whether it's a joke or, you know, ha, ha, ha. Well, it, it's a joke. But you know what? It's a weapon. It's a weapon. And again, whenever he said we've got to be cautious that we don't, spiritual treason that is I mean you think about it in the government today someone you know government a, some, certain ones commit treason that's a big thing but you know what it's even bigger in the body of Christ it's even bigger when we're speaking because it's life and death it's life and death amen Proverbs 18:21. death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall Eat the fruit thereof. New Living, New Living Translation says, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk, those who love to talk will reap the consequences. If we speak the negative, if we speak the negative, we reap the consequences. Amen? In this day and age, this, I think it was last night, in this day and age, it's been like this for years. The words that we speak, see, God's people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. When we receive knowledge, that means we grab a hold of it and we correct what needs to be corrected. Amen? So as we learn that as we be cautious about what we say, we stop say, okay, I'm aware. I'm aware. So I can't say, well, I didn't want to wear that. See, you know how it is when you hear, I'm not aware of that. So you keep your ears closed so you, you hear it. You're, you're aware of it. We can't ignore it. 
So when we speak something, we're speaking either life or death. Blessing or cursing. It's back in Deuteronomy chapter 3. I believe it's 30 19. Uh, choose life. I have set before you life, death, blessing, cursing. Choose life. Have you ever had a test and the teacher just gives you the answer? He's given us the answer. Choose life. If he says choose life, then he wants us to speak life. Our choice, we speak. We choose, we, we confess what we believe. We choose life. We believe life. Amen? The Amplified Version in uh, Proverbs 18.21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue and who they who indulge they who just get a hold indulge in it shall eat the fruit thereof. Fruit of it for death or life. They grab a hold of that. They indulge in that thing. Amen? How many, how many has ever known someone that loves the gossip? Just, oh, let me tell you the gossip I heard. Ah. What happens is, we're about to be filled, our ears are about to be filled with a bunch of garbage. Even if there's truth in there. When you got some truth in there, it don't outweigh the garbage. Because you've already heard the negative. The positive, oh, ha, ha. You just kind of take it and put it on the shelf. Amen? If you would turn with me to Matthew 12, verse 36. Again, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it for death or life. They indulge it. You know, it's too easy to say something. It's too easy to respond to something. Like Pastor said, not every comment requires a response. You know what I mean? Right? Because it don't require a response. Unless the Holy Spirit says, tell them this. Tell them this. Because sometimes people try to get you to say something to see if you just want to stand up for what you believe, stand up for what you say, or if you're just going to say one thing and do the other. Amen? A lot of people out there today doing that. Matthew twelve thirty six says, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof, in the day of judgment, 37, for by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. The Amplified says, but I tell you, on the day of judgment, men will give, will have to, will have to get that, will have to give account for every idle, inoperative, Non-working word they speak. God has given us a working word that we speak. If we choose, choose life, choose death, which one will we choose? When we choose the word, we have the right to say, I will not choose that word. The devil tried, well, say this, if he can get you to say it, you, he can take a hold of the situation. 
But when the Word of God is right here, right here, and right here, we think the Word of God says this. Any inoperative, any non-working Word. We are the body of Christ, and as we are the body of Christ, we are to speak working words. When we speak what He says, what God says, it shall not come back void unto Him. Because we're speaking His Word. We're speaking His Word. We believe His Word. We speak His Word. It shall not come back void unto Him. When we're praying for somebody for healing, we do not be concerned about if they're going to receive that healing. We are saying, be healed in the name of Jesus. That's between them and God. I'm the messenger. I'm the one that speaks it. You're, any one of us says. It's not my concern whether they receive. It was my concern that I have to get it to them. I've got to get it to them. This is what God says, be healed. His word, 1 Peter 2.24, will not come back void unto Him. But it will accomplish. It, you may not see it the day of, or you might see it the day of. You, we believe that that person's believe their faith is strong. That they say, I receive it now. I receive my healing now in the name of Jesus. One morning here a while back, maybe within the last month, I was going to work and all of a sudden I felt that weird feeling in my hand that I have in the past. I can say that. In the past, it starts going and I say, uh-uh, in Jesus' name. You, body, you line up. You line up. See, unfortunately, and I'll admit it, I've allowed those situations. What's going on? I allowed that thinking. What's going on? Oh, you're going to have this. You're going to have that. No, no. But when you, whenever I already know what's going on, that feeling comes. Uh, uh. Body line up. I may have to go like this. I said, body line up. And after a little bit, it went away. It went away. It's not how good someone is. It's because when we apply the word of God. God's Word is at work in our body. And if I can tell you that I told that thing to go away and it went, bless God, I'm going to because I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging you because if I can do it, you can do it. If you can do it, I can do it. Amen? Just because I'm a... We're all ministers of God. Amen? Don't give me... But just because... I'm up here ministering what God has me to minister. Don't mean I'm any better. Amen. It don't it don't mean that, oh, he can get it faster than I can. No. In some instance, and I'm not speaking negative, my faith has to extend sometimes even further because there's been times that I've shared something with somebody and it had come back at me. I and I thought, I've got to be cautious. No, if I'm speaking the Word of God, if I'm encouraging someone, I've got to be prepared. So I've got to extend my faith even, even more that if this tries to come back at me, see, the enemy will try to throw stuff back at you. So if I encourage my sister here, he'll, he'll come see if, if I'm going to stand up for what I said. And it's happened several times. I've had to say no in Jesus' name. It will not come back void. It will not. He will not use that against me because I'm a child of God, and I know how to use God's word. You know how to use God's word. Amen. 
All we got to do is say, 1 Peter 2.24 says, By His stripes ye were healed. Okay? By Jesus' stripes you were healed. By His stripes I were healed. Devil, you are not going to attack me and get away with it. Because you're trespassing on God's property. Amen? So if that concerns that the devil try, will try to come back and uh, try it on you, say, no, I refuse. My mind is going to think on the Word of God. No weapon formed against me shall prosper in every tongue that rise against me in judgment. I shall condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. This is an heritage of our heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, says the Lord. He that dwelleth, oh. Can you give me that scripture, please? Psalms 91. I, hmm. God's going somewhere here. Psalms 91.1. And this will be both in the King James and the Amplifieds. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And please give me the Amplified real quick. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. So when the enemy comes back, no foe, you can't stand against the power of God because I am covered with the power, with the shelter of God. So what I just expressed earlier, if I, I don't have to be concerned that the devil is going to come because he cannot withstand the power of God. Whose power? No foe. No enemy can withstand. So what we got to do is I believe whose power? No foe can withstand. So I stay under the shadow I, I stay under His protection. I stay where I'm guarded. That way when I speak, He don't see me speak. He sees God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit speaking. And as I speak, it will be manifested in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus only spoke what he heard the father, his father speak. John twelve forty nine. John twelve forty nine. The problem is. A lot of the battles that we face, we create ourselves. We create it by what we say. We create it by, you know, and I'm not saying that every time someone gets, brings, something comes on, like a disease. I'm not saying that we're speaking it on. But there's times that we open that door. We open that door here. 
when that door open doors here, we're fighting and trying to get it shut. There might be something else. Bigger attack. The devil will try to find any open door. You ever see one of those mice? Them dumb, dumb mice? Like, how did you get in? How did you get in? Did I leave an open door somewhere? You ever, I believe it's Star Wars, the big old machines. Because they're going, all of a sudden, they can't knock it down. But they go to where it's weak. So they go, they fly around the legs. They keep flying around them legs. And all of a sudden, they, they can't move, so they start falling down. When we use the Word of God, we use the Word of God towards the legs of the problem. We cripple that problem. Someone gets diagnosed with cancer, diabetes, whatever. We, we, we speak the Word of God. We use it and we kind of you know, like loosen that and say, uh-uh, no. We're going to put it and we're going to yank that feet right underneath you because you got to go. And that's just an example. We have got, what it is, is actually getting to the root of the problem. See, whenever they went around those legs in that, in that show, they couldn't move. So if we can keep it from moving anymore with the Word of God, we do so. You stop the spreading in Jesus' name. You leave in Jesus' name. You stop it and you command it to go. It's like someone in an in invasion. They come in, they stop. It stops them in the track. They can't go any further. You go. You put you put the fear of God in them by what you say. It's not by, oh, because you speak what the Holy Spirit says to speak. He will cause them to run. Your enemies will run because we are trusting in Him. Amen? For, for I have, verse 49 says, For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, He gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that His commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So therefore... We, as a body of Christ, need to make it a practice that if the Holy Spirit doesn't say to speak, we have thoughts. We have thoughts. We we don't speak. What's your opinion? He didn't say to speak. Don't have one. But whenever he does say. It's not my opinion. What well, the Holy Spirit says. And I'm not saying you're going to go to everyone and say what the Holy Spirit Well, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But what I do believe, and the Holy Spirit tells you, this is what I believe. Where did you get that from? The Holy Spirit. Because honestly, some people will shut themselves off Well, the Holy Spirit said this. See, God's wise. The Holy Spirit's wise. And as He guides you and directs us, He will direct us in a way that we can minister to somebody 
it might take a few minutes because they're not being they're not prepared because as soon as you say what's your opinion well the holy spirit they're they're mine they're so as you say i don't have one but the holy spirit but this is what i believe it's not it's not keeping the holy spirit secret but it's getting to where you allow the holy spirit to speak through you well, where did that come from? Now you're being a witness. Where did that come from? Well, the Holy Spirit told me that. How did, wow. Because when you... The natural mind cannot comprehend the spiritual thing. That's why He works in certain ways to get their attention. Amen? John six sixty three says, It is the Spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. And New Living Translation says, The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. Nothing. It don't accomplish anything. And the very words I spoke have spoke the very words that I have spoken unto you are spirit and and life. See, we, when we speak, we're speaking spirit. Words are spirit. But one thing we've got to be making sure that when we speak, what we are speaking is spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are death. When we speak, we've got to make sure that we speak life. I'm not saying that I'm going to go up to Sister Marjorie, I speak, you know. I encourage you. Life. There's there's life and encouragement because you can do it. Life. Encouragement. When you say, you can do it. You can do it. Someone said. When you got someone encouraging you to do the right thing, that means I'm backing you. I'm backing you. I encourage you. Go for it. Life. Life in that situation. Well, they, they said no. You can do it. Life. We speak life into the situation. We speak life into a body. Well, they only give so many. In Jesus' name, life in that body. We thank God for what the doctor's reports are. We thank God for doctors. But their words, their report is not final authority. But they can be if we allow them to be. But if we don't allow them to be and allow God's Word to be final authority, I refuse to believe that. The Word says, I am healed. The Word says, every debt's paid in full. Oh, no man, nothing except to love Him. That means... Every debt's paid. So in Jesus' name. Now, that don't mean go out and, and get in the debt or go out and do something to get yourself sick. But we'll use wisdom. Amen. My confession. Debt cancellation in Jesus' name. Amen. And some people say, well, that just uh, uh, that sounds good. Oh, it sounds more than good. It sounds like God's blessing, God's favor. Amen. Hallelujah. We 
We speak life to our finances. Did you know what? Financial issues can cause harm to our body. How does it cause harm to our body? Worry. We start worrying about the situation. Oh, am I going to be able to do this? Am I? Mental, mental health. The health. Then you start getting what they call sick. Sick at this. I know in Jesus' name, we're debt free. In Jesus' name, but my God shall supply all of my need according to His riches and glory. I refuse to worry. I refuse. You say you're taking a gown or you're baking. You're, someone might say, well, I lost my job. Trust in God. He will open that door. He will open that door. Well, it's easier said than done. I'm not saying it's easy. But sometimes, right when someone gets close to receiving that blessing, the enemy comes in. What happened to old Peter? Jesus said, come. And all of a sudden, the storm rose up. The enemy comes. One thing we've got to remember, Peter obeyed. He, he walked out on that water. How many times have we had faith? We get out there going all of a sudden, we get hit by a letter in the mail, a bill or something, all of a sudden, sinking, 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 sinking. Same thing. Whether it's in the storm or whether it's in just anything else. Same thing. We've got to keep our faith in God. Keep our eyes on Him. See, if we keep our eyes on Him, that bill comes in the mail, so what? Oh, thank you, Lord. I went to pay a bill. And I can't say that it wasn't on my mind. Electric bill. Sometimes I like they like to get high, right? Went on there. I had a credit. I had a credit. I said, thank you, Lord. I mean, it, sir, you know how people are saying, well, my bill was this much. I went on there. Not nearly as much. Not nearly as much. Because I believe the favor of God. The blessing of God. We got a credit. We didn't even ask for it. I plan on paying this bill. But guess what? It's cut. It was cut. Praise God. Again, we keep our eyes on Jesus. And the bill, the finances, the healing. That bill's paid for. That healing has been paid for. We just got to receive it. We receive a miracle. Amen? Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding me of that. He will work on your electric bill. He will work on your gas bill. He will work on your city bill. He will work on your whatever bill. Whatever bill you might have, He'll help you out. He'll help you out. Sometimes you may not even ask. You just might just pray, just pray. Thank you. 
You are the supplier of all of my needs according to your riches and glory. And guess what? He supplies. Again, the Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort apply, accomplish, accomplishes nothing. And the, and they, and the wor- very words I have spoken unto you are Spirit and life. So if Jesus spoke life, we're supposed to speak life. Something to give, to give, to think about. Something to think about. The words we speak are spiritual actions. Being like being a doer of the word. How we do it? Speak. Start speaking the word. Then, as the Holy Spirit says, go do this, and you go do this. Amen. It's, it, speaking this out loud. I'm a doer. Say what the word says. Then he says, go. Okay, I go. Amen. When we speak the speak words, there are two spiritual forces awaiting for us to speak. One force is angels waiting. Our angels waiting for our command by you by us speaking positive words the word of god the other one is the devil waiting for us to speak negative words of of the thought the words of the thought he has placed in our mind to think on and if we speak them we are giving him authority to use whatever we speak against us boom that's why when you know Negative word comes in our mind, then our flesh like, oh yeah, that flesh likes that stuff. Amen. It like, oh yeah, it's like a buzzard. You know, when it de- something dead on the ground, boy, you see those birds flying. They love it. They pig out on it. But we we stop it. We have to stop it. Charles Caps wrote in one of his books. Think about it. Do you really want everything you say to come to pass? Do you really want everything, do we want everything we say to come to pass? This is a spiritual law. As we think about it, about this, no, we don't. No, we don't. That's why it's important. And as I speak to you, I speak to myself. We've got to make sure what we speak according to the Word of God. I'm not going to tell you that every day that you're going to speak correctly. I'm not going to say that. But I tell you what, we can work towards that. Amen? We can work towards that. You say, well, I'm not perfect. No, we're heading to perfection. That's why we got the Holy Spirit for Him to say, don't say that. Because guess what? He knows What's just right right down the road? He knows what's getting ready to happen. Are we going to help that situation? Are we going to speak words that's going to stop that situation? Are we going to speak words that's going to help by meaning blessing that situation? Or are we going to speak our mind and cause that blessing to stop? That wall will be put up. The hands, you guys, you know, we choose to receive the blessing. We choose life, death, or in the power of the tongue. 
lot of times we don't realize. We might speak death. We may not realize that. But we work on, work on speaking life. Life. If we accidentally speak death, something is of death. Negativity. Negativity can kill. It can destroy. It's something that we allow ourselves to help the devil with. When we, sometimes we don't even realize it. And you know what? Sometimes I think we do. Sometimes. Well, I don't know about this. I should, you know, I'm thinking about, should I do this? Should I do it? I'm tempted. I'm tempted. That's the word. I'm just tempted to give them people. Oh, that means you've already thought about it. You, you're dealing with somebody. You just, you just kind of, you're tempted to obey the devil. Ah, we are. We're tempted. When the temptations in Jesus' name fly, we leave. We are tempted to speak death. But we say, no, my communication, my confession needs to be what will help those that are around me. If I can speak life, if I can encourage my sister here and any of you hear it, just because I'm encouraging her don't mean you can't receive it yourself. Remember, our words are spirit. They're just not limited to her. They are all the way around. If you can hear it, you can receive it. If I speak it to my any one of you, I receive that. Because I heard it. I receive it. Thank you, Lord. I receive that. It's not just some 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 gift. I'm not saying anything. No, you're welcome. I didn't say anything. So this is directed straight. Directly to her. But if I speak, you're blessed. I spoke it. You heard it. So therefore, you receive it. You receive it. All of us receive it. I received it. Faith cometh by hearing. And if I'm not speaking the Word of God, then that means I'm not increasing my faith. I'm not doing what His Word says. I'm not going. To, I'm not saying you're going to say the Word of God. Every minute of the day. He didn't say that. But if we speak, we need to speak words according to the Word. That's where you speak. That's where you speak when you pray. When we pray. Amen? i got to hurry. Sorry. It's important that we watch what we say, watch how we express, and say how we feel. Some may say, I don't feel well. It's the understanding that their body is telling them with the feeling of symptoms and something is wrong. But that doesn't have to be the final answer. It's extremely important to tell our body. Example, as I shared earlier, I told my body, line up. You will not. See, we ourselves 
have to take the authority. We've been taught authority here for many years. All through the years. We've all taken that authority. If we will take our authority by using the Word of God, we can tell our body, line up in Jesus' name. Like, I believe it was uh, Kenneth Hagin. I feel good. I feel fine. Body, line up. And it has to. It has to. It will, make, it will argue, argue with you. I don't. I don't. You, you line up. Don't talk back to me. We have the right to tell our body what to do. Amen? It's extremely important to tell our body what the Word of God says. By His stripes, I am healed. First Peter 2.24 By His Word, I am blessed. By His Word, I am prosperous. By His Word, I am highly favored of God because I do what His Word says. Amen? Healing is a spiritual truth that was purchased and given to us by Jesus. If we accidentally allowed sickness, or if we accidentally allowed sickness in by something we said, we can repent and say, "I am healed in Jesus' name," and believe what we say and expect it to come to pass. When we speak true words, we open ourselves to receive things pertaining to life, physically and spiritually. And when we speak negative words, we open ourselves to receive things pertaining to death. Physically and spiritually. It all takes place spiritually first. Our body responds to it. That's the manifestation. Amen. If we neglect our spirit man, the feeding of the Word of God, we neglect our physical man, our physical being, the manifestation of the Word of God. Our spirit man receives it. Our physical man receives the benefit. The manifestation. But it's up to me to speak, get my spirit man fed. It's up to me for the manifestation of my body. It's up to you to feed your spiritual man. It's up to you to allow the manifestation of the Word of God in your body. Amen? So if we neglect, we just don't neglect in one place. We also neglect others to receive from us what God is wanting to speak to us. See, we've got to receive it. Amen? If a restaurant wants to serve something, they have to have something to serve. If we want to minister to someone, we've got to have something to minister. We've got to have the Word. And this is a Bible teaching church. Only Bible. Only. So, as we each and every one of us prepare 
whether it be for a service or to go out into the world. We, we feed ourselves the Word so we can respond how the Holy Spirit would have us to respond. We can share something with each other because we have received. You cannot give unless you have to give. Amen? Some examples of people possessing what they confess. David possessed David possessed what he possessed what he confessed over the Philistines. Goliath. If you would turn with me to first Samuel seventeen thirty six. These are good examples that the I was reminded about, the Holy Spirit reminded me of. And it's the trusting in God. If we will keep our trust in God, <laughs> we can do anything. We can do anything. These kids, I mean, they're being trained the Word of God. Our children are being trained the Word of God. They keep a hold of that training. They keep a hold of that Word. They can do anything that God has for them to do. I like what I believe is Pastor Terry Pearson, Pearson's person said. I believe it was. And I'm paraphrasing it. We honestly can't do anything but only what we're called to do. Amen? If we're not called to do it, we will mess things up. I'm not saying that if, like in church here over the years, some of, some of us had to, had to fill certain spots. But God has the grace of God, the blessing of God was ought to, to be able to help. If there's a willingness, He will help us until that person comes to take that spot. Amen? There's a willingness. Because sometimes, if someone's not willing to do it, He will use somebody else. Until. Amen? It's like that. Different levels. Amen? First Samuel 17, 36. David saying to Saul, Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. He's telling him what's going to be taking place. He's confessing what's going to take place. Seeing he had defiled the armies of the living God, David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. He, I agree with you, go, the Lord be with thee. If someone's calling, if God's calling you to do something, you know... In your right mind, it's impossible for you, but you know, with His help, Lord, be with thee. Because He was going to go. And He was going to defeat that. He 
confessed it, this is what's going to happen. Amen? The Lord be with thee. David told Saul that as he slew both the lion and the bear, the uncircumcised Philistine would be as one, one of them. That mountain was going to fall. That mountain was going to go. David declared the outcome of the battle. Whoa. David declared the outcome of the battle before he went into battle. I believe the Lord is having us to declare the outcome of the battle before we go into the battle. Even while we're in a battle, to declare we are victorious. We are overcomers in the name of Jesus. When someone gets a bad report, you will overcome. You will overcome. You will overcome. I am declaring the outcome. You will overcome. You will overcome in business. You will overcome. Because there's a battle in businesses. There's a battle in professions that people want to get involved. They want it. They're working at it. They're working at it. You will overcome. That may be not what the letter says or what someone's trying to, attorney's trying to tell you. You will overcome. Because if God said it, you can take it to the bank. Amen? Verse 45, Then David, then said David to the Philistine when he's out there on the battlefield, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear. And with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. The God of the armies of Israel. Whom thou hast defiled. This day. This day. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. There was no fear. There was no doubt. This day will the Lord deliver you into my hands. I am victorious. I am declaring I am victorious. This bill situation, I am victorious. That that It will be wiped out in the name of Jesus. Anything the devil tries to bring against you, he, God will repay. God will repay. Years ago, a bank, dumb, dumb bank, no longer in business, had to be cautious too. Now that I think about it, they went out of business. They messed with the children of God. And I'm not cursing. But when you when a person messes with a child of God, when a when a institute, a bank, whatever it is, messes with the child of God, and that child of God is right, standing on the word of God, they will reap what they sow. They are whoever is in charge will reap that harvest unless they come to repent and say, I repent, Father, I Amen. Amen. I'm not saying we're going to curse that person or that bank or whatever. In Jesus' name, this, this deal is done. This is this, this paid in full. Verse 46, This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee. This boy is a big boy. I'm going to take your hand, your head from thee. You see it nowadays. You tell a big old... Seven foot first, I'm going to take your head from them. They're going to say, shut up. But it wasn't David. He was the vessel. We are the vessel. 
Amen? If we're obedient to do what God says to do, that enemy will be delivered into our hands. I will take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistine in, in this day unto the fowl of the air and to all the beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Let me tell you something. When the situation is done, just like I was giving you a testimony this morning, there, we already know that. But there is a God in Israel. There is a God that supplies all of our needs. There's a God that will cut that bill right in half if not pay, cause it to be paid in full. It was all, I believe it was cut down to like $59. From $240. Now I'm giving that price for... Amen? For testimony. Example. You can do it. You can believe God for whatever you need and He will supply. I didn't even realize it until after I went, was going to go pay for it. It was already cut. I'm thinking, what happened to the price? Okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Honestly, I was surprised. I think sometimes the Lord likes to surprise us. We are expecting, but that means, oh, Father, I thank you. I thank you. That there is a God in Israel, they will know. And all this, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and He will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine rose and came and drew nigh to meet David, and David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Sometimes we've got to run towards that giant to show that giant, I mean business. Not run away, run towards it. Amen? Because there's a bigger boy behind me it's going to take care of me. Amen? Just like that prophet of God that told the pastor, said, he looked up there and said, that's the biggest thing I've ever seen. Amen? We may not be able to see him, but we can sense, you know, just say, go. So we're going. They look up and say, oh, I don't want to mess with him or her. You know what I'm saying? And it came to pass when the Philistines rolled and came and drew nigh unto David to meet David. And David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took the, thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in the forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead. And he fell upon the face of the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine. He prevailed. He possessed what he confessed. Amen? So David prevailed over the Philistine. You will, you will prevail over the situation. Whatever situation you are dealing with, you will prevail over that situation. You will. You will. You will. Believe it. Receive it. You will. You will. I encourage you. You will. Keep moving forward. You will prevail. 
no matter what looks like outside, you will prevail. You will overcome. Greater is He that is in you. Greater is He that is working through you. Greater is He that we trust that will cause us to triumph in every situation that we deal with. Every situation. We can say, this, this battle's already won. Thank you, Lord. Boom! But we've got to move forward to see it take place. We just can't sit on the sidelines there. Uh, it's already won. Oh, the devil will try to he say, that's an open door. He's, he's been a little too much thinking that he's all this. And he will t- test us. Amen. But if we will say, no, 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 I will prevail. And I keep on stepping forward. I keep on going forward. I keep on going forward. He might try. Uh-uh. I keep on going forward. As I keep on going forward, I will not be backing down. I will not go back. No matter what the situation looks like. I will prevail. You will prevail. Just like David did. He prevailed. So David prevailed over the Philistines with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistines and slew him. But there was no sword in his hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood up on the Philistines and took his sword, took the Philistine's sword. How sad is that for the Philistine, the big boy? And drew it out of the sheath thereof, and slew him and cut off his head therewith. The the big boy got his head cut off with his own sword. That's how good God is. He will use... Sometimes the enemy's weapon just to slap him in the face to cut off his head. And when the Philistines saw the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. They fled. We must declare what the outcome is going to be. If we're not if we aren't sure, we need to see what God's word says about it and say what God's word says. We must believe it. We must receive it. We must speak it by faith. Faith in action. And if we're not sure about about a certain situation, if we can, we can pray in the Spirit. Continue to pray until we get a peace. And some, you know, it says in the Word to to uh, uh, pray and ask for interpretation. Sometimes you can get interpretation. We pray about something, and all of a sudden He reveals something, and you start speaking it. You can receive interpretation of this praying in tongues yourself. You can receive it. And man, whenever you get that interpretation, it's like, thank you, Jesus. I needed that. But it's not necessarily for ourselves. Sometimes we've got, we've got to do it for ourselves. Amen? That's, that's why it's so important for the body of Christ. He didn't say it's a have to. Do not say that. It's important for the body of Christ to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The evidence of speaking in tongues. Because when we do pray in the Spirit, we're, 
we're praying the perfect will of God. We're allowing the Holy Spirit to give to others. He knows exactly what to say and what to do. Because whenever He says it, it comes from the throne of God. God tells Him exactly what He needs to be said. We don't know how, what to say over a situation. Someone needs healing. You know, Father, thank you for the healing in Jesus' name. And then we pray in the Spirit. You know, I said, change, switch to praying in the Spirit. There's some situations you don't know about praying in the Spirit. Well, when you pray in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit takes over and He takes care of it. There has been a deception in the body of Christ. Against the body of Christ. Not in the body. Against the body of Christ. The enemy tries to tell a new believer or even someone that's been in church for many years, well, you don't want that tongue stuff. You don't know what it means. You don't want... The thing about it is, he tries to scare people from receiving. And whenever he tries to scare people from receiving, oh, I don't... See, the Holy Spirit's not going to give us anything that's going to harm us. Amen? One minister said one time, the devil said, you don't know what you're saying. God told him, told him says, well, he, he, don't know what, he don't know what you're saying. See, when we pray in the Spirit, we take the next level where the devil cannot understand nor can he affect it. Like when someone's flying in the plane, on the runway, you can touch that plane. But when it gets that plane gets up in there, you can't touch that plane. The Holy Spirit takes that to a different level where the devil cannot touch it. You're like, man, they got it. Seriously. That's why it's important. I don't know how to pray. Then he starts saying, when we had midnight cry prayer two, three, four years ago, whatever it was, you've heard of people say, I have unspoken requests. Okay, that's what you hear in the. Anyway. Well, you pray in the Spirit, and the Holy Spirit says, Pray for this. Pray for the leg. Pray for this. He will tell us what to pray for. It may be an unspoken request, but the Holy Spirit knows exactly what to pray for this. It's an encouragement to, 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 to be able to want the gifts of the, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit to ever speak in tongues. It's not a scary thing. Amen? It's, not, it's something that, thank you, Holy Spirit. That means I can pray I don't have to understand. But I know when I pray, the Holy Spirit takes over and He prays. He tells the Father exactly what needs to be said. Because you know, have you ever had a kind of prayer, a prayer that you're having a hard time because you really, oh, help me pray, help me pray, help me. You, know, you, you do. You get, then you, then it's like, bring the Spirit. Okay. All of a sudden, you get a phone call, you get, hey, Everything turned out because the Holy Spirit knew exactly what to say. Amen? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego possessed what they confessed. Deliverance from the burning fire furnace. Closing in this. In this uh, Daniel chapter 3, verse 15. Real quick. I said leave. Daniel chapter 3, verse 15, he's talking about the, um, when the king Nebuchadnezzar 
told them that they would not bow during the, the that time of the. It says now if ye be ready that at, that if ye be ready at what time you he, you hear the sound of the cornet flute, the harp, sack, sack, but sultry. Some of these words you got to have interpretation. Duclamer and all kinds of music. Ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast to the same hour in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that ye that shall deliver you out of the hand, out of my hands? Verse 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said unto the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Sometimes we've got to be cautious how we answer. We've got to... How do I answer this? But they knew. They knew. We are not cautious, careful to answer thee in this matter. If... It be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and, and He will deliver us out of Thy hand, O King. Just like David, He would deliver the Philistine into the, His hand. But He is delivering, delivering them out of His hand, O King. But if not, be it known unto us, O king, that we will serve, we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. On down in verse 24, after they've been thrown into the fiery furnace, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto the, his counselors, did, did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? Of the fire, they answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose. When you're in a situation, you're not on your own. I see, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. The Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of, you servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego come, came forth and of the midst of the fire. And the princes and the governors and the captains and the king's counselors being gathered together, saw the three, these men upon whose body the fire had no power, nor was the hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of the fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed, blessed, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. People call your God, our God blessed because He delivered us out of the hand of the enemy. It'll be a witness to them saying, how can this be? Because there is a God in Israel. There is a God that we serve. Amen? Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent His angel and delivered His servants that trusted in Him. 
and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not bow. They could not burn. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You do not bow. You do not burn. Amen? With these examples of David defeating Goliath and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being delivered from the fiery furnace, the fire had no power over them, nor the hair of their head singed, nor color changed. Who, who, who knows that when there's a fire, there's a color change. No color change, praise God. To their coats as a, as a being burnt, or the smell of fire on them. Only God. Only God. What they confessed, what they declared, they possessed. None of them were harmed. They were protected. They were protected by God's mighty hand. So as we make a determination, continue that determination. No matter what happens around about us. No matter what threats. People will find out that there is a God. In Israel, there is a God that is in us. Greater is He that is in me, in you, than He that is in the world. I choose to believe. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I choose to believe that I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. The place where no foe can withstand. No foe can withstand. We are all children of God. We dwell in a secret place. We dwell where no foe. Yeah, yeah, the enemy might try to do his dumb, dumb stuff. But we have the Word of God. But when we declare the Word of God, he don't see us. He sees God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Because when we speak the Word of God, God's Word will not come back forth into us. He watches. God watches over His Word when we speak it. He watches over His Word to perform it. We believe it. We speak it. And we shall have it. In Jesus' name.